metal version of, oh, geez, I forget what it was, of some rap song. Oh, of Eminem's Rap God. And I, and I was really into it that day at the gym. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna put it on during the show today. And Sean, my boss, happened to be on the show that day. And you know how you could just, like, some people just emote in the face and you're like, <laughs> this ain't playing dude and uh the song was the song was five and a half minutes long and i i, I dumped out at like two <laughs> i said okay <laughs> i mea culpa uh that did not play the way i thought that it was going to sorry boss but you're still here you I, I, for now uh <laughs> unless somebody else comes along with a better resume uh hey we're back this is the second go round of uh trimark Twitch happy hour today. My name is Danny Akatsuki. I work here at Trimark Security, and uh, it is the road to DEF CON. And, like, why are you doing so many extra streams? One, because I can, so shut up. Two, uh, we like doing it, and we're big fans of DEF CON. Sean's a old-school hacker and previous DEF CON speaker from back in the day, so we like to talk to people who make the con what it is. It's our, one of our favorite things. For me personally, I mentioned this in the last show, DEF CON is my New Year's, it's my Christmas, it's my uh, it's my birthday, it's it's everything. It's everything to me. Uh, so part of my favorite thing is to be a part of the actual conference, working it, running a contest, things like that. But my other favorite part is talking to people who run their own stuff that make the con what it is. So, so far, we uh, today we talked to Riverside, an investigator chick from the Packet Hacking Village and uh, Wall of Sheep fame. And now I have two people that I have known for a decent amount of time by now, I think, um, who run the new social engineering community at DEF CON, uh, JC and Snow. Hello, friends. I mean, three weeks is a, is a pretty long time, I guess. Oh, stop. <laughs> I remember. It's been a long time. It has. It's been. Um, I, I I don't even know, but I, I I do remember it's been at least like four or five years since uh, uh, JC was my uh, uh, secret hacker Santa. Oh man, that's how we. Yeah, I had no clue who you were. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got in the chat. Oh, a Jedi Day is in the chat. Um, yeah, I always like, oh, he's, uh, I wonder if we could put some sound into the slide decks. Please don't, because I'll never know. So I also, we're, this is not, again, once again, not about me, but we <laughs> run the um, Who Slides Anyway contest, and I am notorious for never QAing any slides because I trust Jedi implicitly. And uh, um, he, every year, somebody gets a slide deck that ends up having some kind of message for me in the deck because he knows I don't look at them first. Uh one year was very sweet. I was getting laid off or whatever. I needed a job. So in the deck, it said, please give Danny a job. I thought that was nice. Um, I yeah. love that. And uh, I will be hitting him up with some suggestions later. So. Please don't. Don't encourage oh, him. It gets worse every year. Uh, however, <laughs> this contest would not have survived into its sixth or seventh year uh, without him. Because I say every year, I say it right before closing ceremonies. I'm going to make more decks this year. Me personally. I'm going to make them, and then I never do. But um, anyway, by the way, uh, TrimarkSecurity.com. Uh, it, it really is no point to me doing this if I don't uh, <laughs> at least uh, uh, pimp our services a little bit. Uh, we do thank Sean Metcalf, my CTO and founder. Um, we do Active Directory. We do Azure AD. We do VMware vSphere assessments, and we are the experts at it. So 
Uh, actually, come see us, by the way. We're going to be having a meetup in Vegas at Beer Park on Thursday. No, Friday evening, uh, 5 to 7 p.m. And then I rush my my large ass over uh, to Caesars Forums. But we're not talking about all that. I'm talking to JC. I'm talking to Snow. Uh, they run I, the... I don't know. Is that free food? Wait, tell me a little bit more about what's going on Friday. <laughs> Friday is just us hanging out. Um, oh, okay. Maybe, you know, could buy some drinks. Maybe could buy a couple things. But really, so where we're coming from that is uh, there was a ton of vendor parties, right? And there's a ton of just chaos and things like that. We're having a nice chill two hours before everything really, like, goes sideways. I do, um, I do think that. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to hang out. We're just going to commandeer a little spot in the back of the restaurant because if they make us pay for it as like a actual group thing, it's prohibitively expensive. Um, but yeah, Friday, 7 p.m. Uh, you can sign up on trimarksecurity.com if you want to attend just so we know how many people are going to be there in case they're going to kick us out or not. Um, you guys haven't had to kick anybody out of the SC uh, community yet, have you? I mean, it's only, it's, what, it's your second, <laughs> you know, it's your second year. Have you had to eject anybody yet? Yeah, we we had uh, that's that's funny. Anyhow, I'll I'll see if I'll see what I can do to make it out to that. That sounds like a good time. But in, in terms of of kicking people out, no, it yeah. So hmm, yes, yes and no. Yes, yeah. I think the answer is yes. <laughs> I've only had one. It was a really squirrely situation. I, I want to say it, it was either on Sunday or Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know. You know the situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really weird because we're, I mean, we're running around like chickens with the heads cut off and and stressed out, and all of a sudden somebody comes up to me and it's like, JC, there's this guy stealing stuff, and I'm, I'm like, what do you mean stealing stuff? And I I don't know what was what was going on with this cat, but he uh, he was literally just trying to lift things out of our village, and the most unusual things too things with like no no monetary value whatsoever like we had these little table topper placard things that just had some information like social media and kind of what's going on right just like little informational displays and the guy's got like two of those under his sweatshirt <laughs> um and and so they they caught him and there's for whatever reason there was no goons around and so it's like man you, you gotta just go like what are you doing he's like oh i thought that this was the competition we got a social engineer <laughs> you're, not, you're not social engineering anything. You, you got these big old uh, plastic display stands under your sweatshirt. This is this is lame, petty theft, if anything. But I, I think that's the only only issue we had. It was it was just really weird. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> that I was mean, it. off to a great start. Uh, <laughs> um, so for, first of all, what do you two do for a living? You you run a company, don't you? Um, I I do, and I, I also part time physical security and, and prevention of theft, I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I run a company. Uh, I run Snowfensive. We're a, uh, a cybersecurity consultancy, so we do uh, uh, pretty much professional services between uh, digital forensics, incident response, and then uh, offensive security, penetration testing, social engineering, physical security, which kind of dovetails in, into the village nicely. And Stephanie, yeah, yeah. So I. Uh run the social engineering practice at IBM's X-Force team or X-Force Red team. And I've been doing that for about five years now and absolutely love it. My title is Chief People Hacker. And that is a real title. I don't actually get any, I don't, I've never gotten to have a fun title like that. I, I forgot you were X-Force Red. What a, what a yeah. powerhouse of people that are over there. Yeah. I've had so many it. friends there over the years. Um, so tell me a little bit about 
running the social engineering community at DEF CON? First of all, for the uninitiated, maybe people have heard of it, maybe they haven't. Uh, what is it? What do people expect when they are looking through their program and they maybe they're a first time DEF CON attendee, maybe not. Uh, maybe they've seen it before and like have said, oh, I'm going to hit that and didn't, didn't get to hit it last year. What, how is the structure? What is it? When somebody walks into your room, what are they in for? That's a fantastic question. So oh, it you. depends on when you walk in. Um, so we have numerous things going on. Uh, all day Friday, we have our competition. It's our social engineering community vision competition. That's a mouthful, SECVC. Um, but that's where teams who have already been selected have been working on a target company for, they've been assigned target company for weeks now. So they're going out doing their research and on Friday, they get in a soundproof booth in front of the entire room and they place live phone calls and try to elicit objectives from, from people. And you get to sit there and listen to calls, which is really exciting. So that's happening all day on Friday. Saturday, we have a mix of things. We have um, presentations and a panel. We also have our, um, we're doing SE Improv this year. This is this is new, we're excited about it, right? Improv is really important with social engineering, thinking on your feed. And we had a group of folks that came up to us last year, like, uh, what you're doing is improv. I was like, yeah. They're like, can we do improv? I was like, uh, please. Um, so that's one of the things I love about running this is Every year, it's seeing like what we can change, what we can accommodate, what we could bring to DEF CON and DEF CON's audience. Um, we're also doing cold calls. JC, I'll let you talk about cold calls and then the youth competition as well. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely uh, every year trying to, to grow it and do different things. Um, our, our roadmap is, is quite extensive and half of it still hasn't been approved by our, our lawyers. So that should give you an idea. <laughs> shenanigans approaching but we've got some really really cool things that we can figure out the uh it's really a matter of the uh the legal implications uh to make sure everything's above board uh but one of the th cool things that we came up with uh last year it was actually uh stephanie and i were, were on a walk like hey how can we make this this village even better how can we give more to the attendees and that's that's kind of the uh, the impetus for everything that we we come up with and try and funnel is how does how does this give more value and we came up with the idea of cold calls. Uh, what this is, is during, I want to say we're doing it Saturday and Sunday uh, for uh, certain blocks of time. We essentially allow anyone from the audience to sign up and we will toss them in the booth uh, for five minutes with, we've already done uh, the identification of a company and the phone numbers. And essentially they get to pick, we, we're, we're trying to, make it better how they pick. I think we might do hats this year, but three objectives rated from an easy, medium, and hard. Toss them in the booth. They've got really very little preparation time, maybe uh, at 35, 37 seconds. They make a call and they try and pick up each of those three objectives uh, in whatever order they want, however they want, uh, in alignment with our with our code of ethics. You know, We don't want people threatening or saying, hey, I've got your family held hostage, right? That's no fun. It's not much of a challenge, uh, but that is that was a huge hit last year, judging from everybody's applause at the closing ceremonies. So now when you show up and this might be the first year you've seen it, you have a chance to hop in the booth and give this give this a whirl. And I think we have, I know we have at least one 
maybe more competitors this year that actually participated in that cold call and, and gave it a shot and want to go a, a step further. A great way to see, you know, do, do I have the nerves for this? Is this something I'm interested in? Great way to try it out. Do you want to talk about the Youth Challenge 2 of it? The who? Okay. So, so, so the Youth Challenge, um, that, that was a, a group idea. So the idea was um, give, give something, something to the kids, give some to uh, the teens that are, are hopping around, checking out DEF CON, with the idea that we're probably not the place that they want to hang out the most. Uh, so between Stephanie, myself, and then uh, the two people that are running uh, the Youth Challenge, uh, Kyle and Mandy, they've been working and coordinating with different villages as well so that the challenges actually encompass uh, multiple areas of DEF CON, different villages. So you're not stuck with us and, and just our challenges. We essentially pawn you off to other villages to complete their challenges. So think of it like a, a nexus or a hub for youth to kind of get a reason uh, to go to a different village, to have have a purpose in there and check things out. It's a lot better than just hopping in and kind of looking around and not knowing what to do. So they've got a reason to go in. They've got a reason to interact. We also have, uh, for the second year in a row, an electronic badge. This one this one has definitely stepped it up versus the, the horrible job that I did last year. Uh, brought in uh, my buddy David from Cyber City Circuits to take, take my idea uh, and, and really pimp it out uh, a la the Back to the Future theme uh, with the the future the future will prevail theme that DEF CON's doing. We're, we're doing a riff on that. So Kyle and Mandy have done a great job building those challenges and getting uh, reasons for kids to interact with the other villages. If you have kids or essentially anyone under the age of 18 that's looking to go to DEF CON, please hop on our website, sign up. Uh, those badges are free, but we have a very limited quantity. Essentially, if you sign up, you'll be guaranteed one up until we we run out. So that's pretty much the best way to guarantee you'll get one along with all the other challenges. Yeah, that's the, did I miss anything with the, the youth challenge? No, Stephanie? I think that's it with youth. And then after, uh, sorry, go ahead. We have prizes. Yes. We have prizes. Well, what, yep. kind of, what kind of prizes are we talking about? Oh, I think it's, so last year we had cash. We had cash prizes. Like yeah, sacks same this year. Literally sacks of cash. Oh, okay, we got more sacks of cash. Well, that makes sense because for for whose slide one year you just threw me like a handful of chips and we're like, here, give these prizes. It all just happened. Look, man, cash cash is king. You know, I don't know what Hack Five Ding Dong gear you have or what Amazon vendor you shop. It here's cash. You know, it's 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 respected everywhere. So let's give let's give a couple hundred bucks to kids and see what they do, right? Um. Talk, talk more about the about the um, 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 improv part of it. So what what's entailed in in making the the like SE improv? Yeah, so we have a group of people who do this professionally that are coming out on Saturday from eleven thirty to one thirty, and they're doing about an hour long actual presentation and talking about how improv ties into social engineering and how it could be leveraged. And then they're actually opening it up for an hour for to do improv challenges. So if you're in the audience and, and want to play, want to participate, uh, you absolutely have a chance to. And that's one of the things that we love doing is making sure things are hands-on, right? We could get up there and lecture all day long, but that's not fun. That's what people go to DEF CON for. They want to, they want to participate. They want to play. And so uh, that's how we have that structured on Saturday. Have I... 
Talk to me. So I know that from both of you doing this professionally and having to do these kinds of phone calls, which I imagine feels like a lot more at stake when it's your actual business having to do it. What was it like the first time, and you could do either of you, the first time you had to vish somebody? What was that like for you? Where you like, you, I imagine you did your prep and you get on the phone. Like, did you, like, what goes through your head? Is your heart pounding? Like, was it natural for you? Give me an idea of what somebody who goes in that what goes in that box would uh, w- would be thinking. Yeah. So the very first time I ever placed a vision call was actually in the box, right? Like I've we JC and I have both done the competition for three years in a row before running the village, and the same feelings that I had in the box were the same ones that I have doing it professionally, right? Your hands are sweaty, knees weak, um, mom's spaghetti, the whole nine yards. Like you are a hot mess you are nervous because you don't know what's going to happen and to me out of all of the social engineering vectors right you got your email your your calls or in person the vision part is the most terrifying because you can hear the voice on the other line but you can't see them so you can't read their body language you can't you know know if they're they're googling your name or like you know looking you up in a company directory you don't know what's going on so it is so nerve-wracking and then in that booth we have cameras and lights so it adds a little bit more pressure and uh i mean your face is up on our screen right we have what two cameras in the booth jc oh no we've got three. Oh, okay yeah yeah do you want to talk about the booth actually it's pretty cool yeah what uh, is yeah. the booth comprised of like what what tell me about tell me about this box of doom so this this was actually a a cool sponsorship opportunity that we had last year, and we're kind of carrying it in from the the snow offensive side uh, to help build this village along with all of our our other sponsors, which has been so. If you've ever wanted to start a DefCon village, right, that has some logistical piece, this stuff's expensive. AV gear is expensive. Soundproof booths cost about fifteen thousand dollars, right? Then you need equipment to move it from Utah down to Las Vegas. It it takes a lot of money to make this stuff work. Um, but our goal when we built this village was was production value, right? We want quality. We don't want anything gimmicky or, or half-assed. Uh, everything professional production quality levels. Uh, we're, we're, in many senses, we're putting on a show. Um, so the booth started with with the idea that we want to make sure two people can get into the booth comfortably. So we got a, let's say it's six foot by six foot booth. Um, so it's quite, quite big. In fact, we, we sprung for the, um, the ADA wheelchair accessible option, just in case that situation arises, we wanna make sure everybody has an opportunity to participate without any hindrance. Uh, so it's it's big, it's roomy, it's got dual ventilation fans like built in. It's, it's produced by a company in like, I think Kansas that, Builds these things professionally. That's all they do. Um, so that's that should give you a, a sense of seriousness. It's quite intimidating. Inside, there's a, I think a five foot table, uh, so it sits two people comfortably. There's the uh, uh, essentially the call laptop that will be in there, or the at least the interfaces to it to make your calls. You'll have two ring lights, like like you see uh, TikTokers have, with uh, cameras mounted in the center focusing on each person. You have a PTZ camera on the ceiling that allows our AV team to, to pan, tilt, zoom to their heart's content. 
uh, soundproofing inside. Uh, what, what else do we have? We've got a USB charger and, and a power strip if you want to bring your laptop and whatnot. What else do we have in there, Stephanie? Um, I think that's it. Um, but one of the things I'm kind of pivoting now. Um, I'm the things that I love that we have for the competition is we allow points, extra points, if teams dress up and get in character. So it is definitely a spectator sport. So it's really cool to see people get in there and they'll be dressed up as, you know, one pretext, right? Maybe it's someone in their pajamas or working from home and they have a coffee mug. And then all of a sudden they do a quick costume change. And now they're like in professional professional attire or whatever that is. And it's so entertaining to watch. But the booth, you definitely have space to uh, to move around for activities and whatnot. It, it's, it's probably one of my, my favorite part. It's, it, it's definitely got that Ferris Bueller vibe that, that we give off. If you uh, if you go to our, our website or our Twitter, find our, our links, there's one for our Flickr album. We've got tons of photos from last year. One of my favorites was, and last year, last year's DEF CON theme was Hacker Homecoming. And so we pivoted that um, in our theme of the companies uh, that we targeted for our competitors was commercial and residential real estate, right? Because you need a you need a home to come home to if you're gonna have homecoming. Um, and I remember one of the competitors was, I can't remember the exact pretext, but he was essentially a, a, a lucha, a, a luchador, the, yes. the Mexican rappers, yes. the, the luchador. He was part of a luchador wrestling federation that was needing a new facility for this, this uh, wrestling space. And as part of his wardrobe, he's got the full mask in the the, the getup. And there's there's a picture on on our Flickr of him in the uh, the luchador mask as he's as he's making this call. And it just it just brought everything together. Um, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going over your your schedule right now. So you see the vision competition. Uh, uh, do, do do people have to? Are they? Do you have them prep beforehand? Like, are, are you, have you already taken people and, and they've already been working on these companies oh, yeah. or are they just doing it off the top of their heads? Oh, no, no, no. So, so yet, yes and no, let's, let's back up. So the SECBC, our, our official flagship sh ship, not shit, our flagship competition, that is uh, tons of preparations, uh, uh, weeks into months of preparation. So uh, teams submitted an application on our website. So if you want to do this, want to do this next year i definitely recommend watching our twitter and our website our mailing list because we announce when those are those signups are open uh, we go through the applications we uh, choose the teams be team of one to three people and then once everybody's approved and committed we give you your target company and your your time slot for your call and it's off to the race as they go um, doing osint doing research the only thing they can't do is is call the company, right? They can't interact with the company. It's all uh, open source and uh, essentially documentation review, online post review, form review, everything they can find out about the company in order to build their pretexts for when they get in that booth. What was, was there anything from last year that you heard in the booth that just really like dropped you that were like, Oh my God, I would have never thought of that. Or like, was the, was there like a, an ultimate winner and why did that person win? Did they have a really, have really good research skills? Did they have a really good phone presence? 
Were they just incredible liars? Like, wh- like, what do you think won them all of it? So, so, so Stephanie takes the role of of judge, and then um, as part of as part of each year, we invite two guest judges to to help even things out, and then things are assigned on a two thirds majority. So I'll let her talk about the the official winnings, but I will mention one of, and this is this is kind of the interesting thing about kind of grouping targets by an industry or by a type, uh, much like we did this year, is is you start to identify some interesting trends with the with the real estate people. Uh, they they tend to be uh, they tend to be a little bit more vain. Um, so it was with uh, I believe one of the agents that they called. They had done a full workup on this person, and they they understood all of their likes, and they were really in tune with them. And then when they called, I believe as TikTok or Instagram influencers, and that real estate agent saw the potential for them to be a part of, of whatever that influencing circle was, they opened up. Uh, significantly, and that was a vector that I've, I've, I personally never thought of, and so it was it was eye opening for me, who's who's done tons of these calls, and uh, uh, it, I'm really excited for this next year, especially uh, after we release our report, because the OSINT piece really really found something interesting among companies in this industry. But Stephanie, I'll let you talk about the the winners yeah. from last year. Yeah, I think you uh, brought up a good point though with finding folks who want to be influencers and trying to use that against them. That was a theme that I think we saw last year. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see that this year, but last year was really cool to see that. But the team that won, uh, Team Spilt Beans, um, a group of three people, uh, you could just tell from like the way they were writing the report, their findings that, you know, they had their shit together. But when they got in the booth, they were really fast to pivot. I think they they kind of had one plan in mind and something kind of, I think it came up where one person was supposed to talk or I can't remember, but something threw them for a loop, but they were able to adjust really fast, but they were very cool, calm, collected. Um, and you, their homework, right? Their OSINT, their research that they had done before, they were able to leverage that heavily in their calls. And I think that's what made them really successful. And on a fun note about them, we actually have them this year as coaches. So we offer all of the competitors, every team, the ability to meet with four uh, different coaches and they they make up, all three of them make up one one coach um, to help them, right? That's that's something that was important to JC and I when we, when we kind of reworked this competition was how can we actually make it valuable? How can we help the teams, the competitors, and by doing that, it produces better calls. And I think that's something that a lot of teams, especially Spilt Beans, they said, hey, like by working with the coaches, by getting, you know, feedback, we were able to have more successful calls. And that's something that has been really cool to see unfold. Yep. Scarily better calls. Yeah. And it, you, you brought up an interesting point. I never thought, I mean, it's obvious when you say it out loud, but like using the influencer thing especially the wannabe ones and how easy that's got to be when you have somebody that wrapped up in you know trying to succeed in that particular thing and the egos that are wrapped up in that i i like do you see that going away or do you see like do you see that particular thing getting worse actually here's here's what i wanted to ask when you saw you so you saw that during during your contest last year have you noticed similar patterns in your professional work have you like do like did you take that and be like oh shit that actually worked during the contest like let's see if we can pull this off have you had occasion or seen it out in the industry 
where you see these different verticals, like all these wannabe, you know, social media stars and things like that as targets. Yeah. That's... Sorry, JC, we're going to respond. Yeah. So, so personally myself, no, um, no, I haven't mainly because I just haven't had that intersection, which, which is the interesting piece with, with that specific industry, commercial and residential real estate, right? That's, they're, they're a little bit more keen to, to have that, right? They've got a, they've got a very public, uh, face just as part of their day job as, as agents. Um, and that just hasn't been part of, part of my clientele, but the, and, and Stephanie, I'll let you go in a second. The the person I think that it, it matters most to is our attendees, right? Because who knows what industry they work in, how their company is structured. It's one of those things that everybody takes something different just by watching this. Um, and one of the one of the greatest value adds at DEF CON is you can sit there and you can literally see how social engineering works. And you can sit there and see, wow, this is I know I sit there and I say, oh, this could never happen to me. I could never be social engineered. But then you watch it unfold and how nimble some of these competitors are and how strong some of these pretexts are. You say, wow, yeah, that, that could happen to me. And if it could happen to me, what, what can it do to my employees? And then they start rethinking all of their security awareness training. So while it, at least that situation didn't have a huge impact on me going forward just from my clientele piece, I, I guarantee other attendees who watched it was like, yeah, this this could be a problem. I wonder if this is getting exploited because you know the CAN security awareness trainings. I guarantee they don't take that into account. Yeah, absolutely. So how we've used, so we haven't gotten to use it yet because I think it would work fantastic in a spearfish. It is a part of our methodology now to look for it, but unfortunately we haven't ran into you know a client where we've gotten to use this where we found the perfect person and it had to be something you know custom to them. But it is absolutely in our methodology now anytime we do something that's you know very like a spearfish i think that's the best way to say it. something very dedicated to one person that's what we're looking for to see if we can find those individuals awesome by the way we see uh, a lot of people in chat brian break is here break sec he's in chat uh, comment everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth um <laughs> you know all, all of, you know the the road to road to hell being paid with good good intentions and good research um have you have you seen anybody just completely freeze in the booth or or, or like once they get kind of like lubricated with those first few words that they get going or has people just like abandoned ship or like actually what's the have you seen a good shutdown of somebody that got called and was like no f you we saw this a lot in the cold calls yeah um so someone well I think in the cold calls, you know, you're a little bit more rushed, right? You only have five minutes, so you have more pressure. So they might go into it a little bit more aggressively or like a question right off the bat instead of warming them up first. Right. Um, but absolutely, we, we've we heard people say, yeah, I can't tell you that. Or you're going to have to call my manager and they'll just hang up. We, it, we it saw that quite a right bit. Away. Yes, absolutely. But during the competition, I don't. I can't remember necessarily what time it got shut down right away. Maybe after, you know, they kept asking questions and like, okay, like what, this is kind of weird, but not right off the bat for the competition that I remember. And that's, and that's the other trick of it too, as a, as a competition, right? They're, they're bound to a very specific time frame. I think this year is, is 22 minutes we've been able to allocate. And so that's, that's a, that's a game that the competitor has to play, right? You know, are they, are they too suspicious and I should cut my loss right here and just bail on the call and move on to somebody else? Or am I able to schmooze them over? Um, so it's, it's hard to really see in the competition because they're, they're not going like Stephanie said, as aggressive as, as the cold calls, 
But again, meanwhile, in, in some of the cold calls, some of them were were horribly uh, successful, where it didn't even make sense uh, of being able to string some of the objectives together because they, they didn't have the same reason to exist. I think one of them was a uh, uh, somebody calling as as a mobile shredding vendor and uh, using that to grab all three objectives that weren't one was related to the the shredding, but the other two were were much much harder to fit into that pretext. But just in in the charm and uh, nature of the conversation, they they were able to get it, which was pretty surprising. Yeah, because it's funny because you always think like, oh, I got to spend you know like the key to this is like building the rapport, and building the rapport takes time, and like not everybody wants to build rapport with you. <laughs> like you try to build rapport, and that like that gets them even more suspicious. So maybe sometimes that rapid fire. Uh, method might work better on people since people give and receive information different ways. I think it's fascinating as shit. I, I hope I have time to like actually get over to you guys this year. I really wanted to see how it looked last year. How, how was the crowd for the for, for, for last year? Which one? The one inside in the seats or the one <laughs> lined up outside? Uh, well, I guess that answers my question, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Braggart. No, that was, and it's it's one of those things that it, it it breaks my heart, right? To see one, I hate standing in lines, whether it's at Disneyland or or the uh, the checkout stand. Um, but the the line was, I think, double backed in the link at some points, and it 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 sucks uh, because I want people to come in and be able to participate in the experience. You know, we're we're limited on space, and we have to be respectful of that. But it's it's really a testament to how popular this village is and how much value it gives to the community. Are you are, are you still in the link this year? We are same same place. And and where is is that like up the escalators there next to the uh, next to the check in desk? Yep, correct. So we're I I think it's a third floor step yep. or second floor. Three. Third floor social uh, social A is the name of the room. Good. You could tell I've been in the link quite a few times. <laughs> I think my no my first my first ever ever goon year was gooning for workshops. And that's where they were. So I got to know that area intimately. And then like, and then the, one of the other years I, I was gooning the bottom of the, the escalator. So, um, yeah, link, link is very, very, it, it, once you know where it is, it's very easy to find. It's like right across from the bar. It's awesome. Um, so cool. So how, so what do you recommend that people get there early? Uh, was there a good time to get to your spot? Or like if that's something that they really don't want to miss. So that's, that's a great question. Like Stephanie, uh, said in the beginning with with all of our events right there's there's something different based on the time of day so from a competition perspective that's that's probably where i, I would say there's there's a lot of crowds because people want to see these these live calls um on the contrary the, the cold calls right people might want to participate and actually get in there and, and try their hand at it in which case it's a uh a first come first serve you gotta uh, sign up must be present to win kind of setup so on a Saturday, you might just want to kind of park it in the in the village, so to speak, and and hang out till that time frame. Or if you're really interested in the SE workshop, right? So you got to plan accordingly. Uh, obviously, the the earlier the better with uh, uh, the forecasting of lines. Um, the the youth the youth challenge is a little bit easier, right? They they're expected to kind of come and go. So the youth you challenge uh, there's not too much of a line. We've got a little area dedicated to them. As seasoned SE professionals, what would you say to somebody 
who like just wants to do this, but is just scared out of their minds. Said, I could never do this. You know, like I, I did to be up on stage and, I, and this and that and the other thing. And they're just out of their minds scared to do it, but they want to, they just can't get past it. Do you have any, do you have any uh, words of encouragement or words of advice to get over that hump if you really want to do that thing? Yeah, so I would say, right, magic and learning, all that comes outside of your comfort zone. I wouldn't be where I am in my career if I didn't like take that first step, right, and, and keep doing it. But still knowing that the nerves are there and they're not going to go away and that's okay. You kind of got to, you got to work with them. So even if you're nervous, you still, you just got to go for it. Yeah, that, that seems like one of those things, like only the people who are 100% sure of themselves are the ones that are going to screw up the most, right? Like, oh, yeah. I, I got this, I can do this. That 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 fear is good for that. And you get that one positive thing of like, oh my God, they're answering my questions. Maybe I can actually do this. 100%, yep, absolutely. Well, you guys are awesome. Uh, you're we, We're running a little bit out of time now. Um, your event runs what days and what times? So we are Friday through Sunday. Friday and Saturday, it's 8.30 a.m. until 6 p.m. We have a party Saturday night. Yep. We have a party Saturday night from 9 to midnight in the forums. Nice. And then Sunday, we are 10 to 2. Nice. Sat Saturday night parties in the forums. Like, I had a really great time last night. That's um, Or not uh, last year. Um, all right. Let's, let's, let's talk about our party real quick. Tell so me about your party, JC. <laughs> It's 80s themed, and that's a that's a big deal. So it's yeah. 80s themed. So if you're gonna come to the party, um, we we have some 80s tchotchke things uh, to give out, um, but it's not a lot. So come early if if we still have some left. Uh, we also worked with uh, the Caesar's Bar, and we have two uh, two specialty drinks that they're they're making up for us. So we've their social engineering themed. One is a cocktail, and one is a mocktail. Um, so we're excited about those, and then. We have a 360 camera, like one of those one of those cool ones, like you stand in with your, your friends and it revolves around you and takes that type of picture. So there, there should be some fun stuff in our uh, in our party. So come check that out. And that is, you said Saturday in the forums, Saturday night in the forums. Yep. Saturday at 9 p.m. to midnight. Yep. All right. Awesome. So if we want to follow this and we uh, so just what of advice to anybody, if it's if you're new or second, third year or whatever, there are a ton of of social media accounts that you could be following still hopefully a lot of them are still on twitter uh i will never call it x and you can't make me um but there are a lot of lists a lot of people to follow where can they follow if they want to figure out what's going on with uh with the um, sc community at, even, at any given time yeah we'll we'll keep our twitter the most up to date and that is sec underscore defcon all right fantastic uh so uh, thank you both for joining me, especially, well, I don't know what time it is. Where, uh, what, what is it like three 30 where you are? It's 2 AM. It's 2 AM. No, it's not. Um, missing for, Oh, speaking of that and you blatantly lying to me, do you do any work and what do you think about the misinformation village? We don't yet. Hopefully we can next year, especially with our kids show. That would be awesome. Horrifying. Because <laughs> I saw the uh, some of I saw some of the havoc that they could wreak last year, and oh my god, awesome! It is diabolical. Like, diabolical. Uh, if 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 your thing joins with their thing, 
you might very well burn the entire place down. You're going to start an actual civil war. Here for it. So, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's do that. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. By the way, the, the, the disinformation or miss, what is, is it dis or misinformation? I, f- I forget. Um, I think it's miss. Yeah. It is. It is horrifying. And it, I, I didn't get to go in, but I saw the things that they were doing and the results of some of the things they were doing. I'm still not sure. It is a year later. I'm not sure what's real. I don't know if they did the things that I think that they did or not, or if it ever happened that at like, I, it's very, very, uh, uh, concerning to, to me, but check out the, to check out the dis or misinformation, depending on where you look and, uh, SC community. I've known JC and, uh, and snow for quite a long time now. And they are one of my favorite pairs of people in the entire world. I can't wait to see the both of you, uh, in just over a week. You guys are awesome. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having us. We expect you to stop by as well. I got a gift for you. Oh, I like when you have gifts for me. Yeah, no, as soon as I'm done with my all, all of my other working duties, I'm actually eschewing naps this year, and I am actually going to go do things. I napped too much last year, and uh, I just got extra Adderall. That's all. All right. Well, it's on record. <laughs> all right. I will see you guys in <laughs> For everybody else, it's early in the week. It's only Monday. We've done two of these shows. Uh, we're going to be back on Friday with Steve Reagan. Steve D3 will be joining us on Friday, 2 p.m. at our regularly scheduled programming hour here on tra- twitch.tv slash Tremark Security. Uh, and by the way, are you into Active Directory? Do you have purchasing power? Uh, it's We do Active Directory, Azure AD, VMware, vSphere assessments here at Trimark, TremarkSecurity.com. Not to mention, we have an entire... A uh, treasure trove of blogs, white papers, webcasts, podcasts, everything you could think of up on hub.trimarksecurity.com. And it's free. We don't make you register. You go and you say, I want to read this thing, or I want to download Jim's white paper. I want to read Jake's blog. All of it's free. And we do that because we like doing it. So it's up there. Uh, and if you like what you hear uh, here, this will be up on YouTube. Our YouTube is up on uh, uh, Trimark Security. And on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, we do all of the things. We will see everybody Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, chat.